Welcome back to the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show. Jake Eisenberg with you, getting you set for a 6:35 first pitch between the Omaha Storm Chasers and the Toledo Mudhens. Storm Chasers are trying to get their first win of this series off to a 9-12 start to begin the year. We're now joined by Vinny Pasquintino on the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show. Got his first couple of home runs at the AAA level last week in Memphis. Vinny, how did those home runs feel? Um, well, hitting a home run feels great, so I got to feel great twice last week, which is always a good thing. But uh, before we really get this thing started, I'd like to set the scene for all the uh, listeners. It's like 60 degrees or something, and Jake has taken me outside where the wind is blowing about 20 miles an hour just right in my face. I'm starting to freeze. We were inside. We got kicked out, and now we're doing an interview outside in the parking lot right next to my car pretty much. So I just want to set the scene for everybody. If I sound irritated, it's because I'm starting to freeze uh, out here. But yeah, you know what? I'm going to push back on that a little bit because it's not—it's not really windy at all. It's—it's it's pretty temperate, a little bit chilly, sure. But you also chose to come out here in a t-shirt and shorts and no sweatshirt at all, and I feel like that's on you. I have no comment to that. But yeah, the home runs felt great last week. Um, but really, to be honest, I'm not worried about the result as much. I mean, obviously, you worry about the result, but I'm worried about the at bat and. Those two specific at-bats, one I got down 0-2, was a little bit upset at myself for getting down 0-2, and I was able to get to a fastball up and away um, and hit it out to left center. And then the next one, a guy threw me a change-up change up middle out on a 2-1 pitch, and I was able to get to it and uh, put it over the right center field wall. So I was happy with you know the approach of those two, bat, two at-bats and being able to hit a fastball to left center and hit a change-up to right center because that's kind of the goal of each, each at-bat. Is to, that's when I know I'm on time is when I'm – taking those pitches where I'm supposed to go with them. So I was just really happy at, at the mindset and approach of those two specific swings. So, But, yeah, anytime you can clear the fence, it's never a bad thing. So so it felt great. Well, the, the wind's starting to pick up just a little bit. Hopefully it dies down. So I won't keep you out here too long, Vinny. But let's talk about let's talk about the approach a little bit. This is your first year at the AAA level. How has your approach changed from last year to this year? Is it a tough adjustment with a different level of pitching? There's always an adjustment, and and I would even argue that from week to week it's an adjustment, no matter what level you're at, because people are getting more data on you at all, at all times. And but I, you know, I like to flip it around too. We're getting more data on guys as as they throw more. So I'm just trying to have the same approach as you know, really since college, since high school, and let's have a good at bat every single time I you know step up to the plate. And that's really my entire goal is to try to you know I know everything I everything I need to know about a pitcher for the most part going into every at bat, and I try to use that to my advantage and just have a professional at bat every time I go up there and you know there's an adjustment there's adjustments being made every single pitch not just at bat or every game it's every single pitch we're making an adjustment to try to get better and you know I'm just going to continue having that mindset when you get data on a pitcher and you're looking at the scouting report what are the things you look at first and foremost that you then take with you to the batter's box so this is going to be me being an absolute jerk to you Jake but I'm not going to answer that question (laughs) um I'd like to, you know, there's some That's okay. There's some secrets. Yeah, I, there's some things. You know, I like to know how hard he throws. I, I do like to know that. I like to know what pitches he has. Um, and I know that that makes me sound like an absolute um, jerk. So I'm sorry no, for, not at all. for being like that. But, yeah, there are some things I'd like to keep to myself when it, come, when it comes to that. <laughs> no, it's okay. All that means, Vinny, is that we're going to have to watch you at the plate and see the way yeah, that you right. attack pictures. Right. And then, you know, maybe we'll find out a little bit down the road or, or learn something from watching as opposed to you telling us. But it's okay. There can be some secrets, and you can keep some cards up your sleeves is the way you attack pictures. That's totally fine. Yeah, I, I appreciate I appreciate your kindness there. You could have gone many different ways with me answering like that. So I appreciate you taking, taking that route uh, instead of roasting me in front of everybody. <laughs> We're chatting here with Vinny Pasquantino on the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show. First pitch at 635 tonight between the Omaha Storm Chasers and the Toledo Mudhens. You talk about adjustments, and I think one of the big adjustments this year for 
pitchers and for hitters has been the pitch clock and the fact that you guys have to be, quote, alert to the pitcher with nine seconds left on the clock, regardless of whether the runner's on base or not. What's that been like? Uh, it's definitely been an adjustment for sure. And what does alert to the pitcher mean, right? Is it me looking at him? Is it me being in my stance? Is it me being in the box? There isn't really, really a, at least to my knowledge, a clear-cut definition of what it means, and I don't know if there really could be. Um, but to be honest, when you, I was really skeptical of it at first, but when you see that it's cutting down 20 minutes a game, I mean, it's, you know, it keeps fans kind of paying attention a little bit. And what's this game for? It's for the fans, right? Um, you'll hear a bunch of different opinions about it, positive and negative, but the way I kind of look at it is does it, does it increase fan interest in the game? And it's hard to argue with it not because things are happening so quick now. I mean, why do people like basketball and football? Things happen quickly. Like, that, it's just what, like in football, it happens once a week, right? So it's easier to draw attention to it. And it's, it's America's sport basically right now. So, but in baseball, you know, games do take a while. Pitchers, pitchers uh, tend to take a little bit in between each pitch because they're so focused on getting a guy out. It's the same reason a hitter would take a little bit in the batter's box to, you know, reset and get ready. And I, you know, I, I understand what they're doing with the pitch clock. If I were to, if I were to say one thing and we did get a survey about it, and this is what I said, I, if there's nobody on base, it's at 14 seconds and a hitter has to be ready by nine. And if you do the math, you have five seconds to get ready. So if you hit a foul ball, and you maybe fall over the plate or something because you might be a little bit off balance or you walk out of the batter's box and the umpire throws the ball to the pitcher. As soon as the ball, as soon as the catcher or the pitcher catches the ball, the clock starts. Sometimes you don't even notice that the umpire throws the ball back to him. So then you look up and the clock's at 10 and you're just getting in the box and you kind of just have to get ready real quick. And I know what the argument to that would be as well. You just get back in the box after you hit a foul ball, right? And, and you know, that argument has some value to it. I, I, it's hard for me to argue with that. You should just probably, if there is a clock, everybody knows that there's a clock, you should just get back in the box. But that's not how we've been taught our entire lives, right? There's just our entire lives you're taught, take a deep breath, you know, slow your heart rate down, get ready for the next pitch, focus on what the guy's throwing. And now it's kind of like, hey, get back in the box, you're up, like it's, you're going. And it's the same thing for pitchers too. They don't have time to think about what they want to throw. But also I think once guys get adjusted to it, it's going to be the same old thing. It's just going to be baseball. Things are just going to have to happen a little bit quicker. So it's been interesting to kind of be a part of the changes um, as they're kind of happening in AAA right now. And it, in terms of my own routine, it does affect it a little bit just based off of how I like to get in the box and approach things. But at the end of the day, we're all playing by the same rules. So I need to abide by it just like everybody else does. Have you during batting practice, started taking the adjustments that you have to make in-game and being a little bit quicker, getting into the box and being, you know, quote-unquote alert to the pitcher. Have you incorporated that into batting practice and taking swings a little bit quicker than you were previously? I have not. Um, to be honest, I haven't even thought about doing it. It's really not a bad idea, uh, but I have not. I, I'm sticking to my, my same routines because I like them uh, pre-game and, and batting practice. So, so no, I have not. It's just kind of one of those things when you get in there, you need to know, hey, I especially with with guys on base it really hasn't been too big of an issue for hitters i think it's a little bit harder for pitchers because if there's a guy in second or something they got to go through a bunch of different signs to get the pitch in and if they don't want that pitch they got to shake off a few times and they got to run through the signs again and time's running out but for me it's just been when nobody's on base five seconds is really quick to try to get back in the box so like if you i fouled one off my shin the other night and i wasn't sure because you get one time like as a hitter you get one timeout call I wasn't sure if I was allowed to call time because I didn't want to call it because I didn't want to use mine up. So I got back in the box and my shin is ringing the whole, oh, the whole time. 
hit a double, so I guess I should do that every single at bat. But, you know, it's just one of those things that we all have to adjust to. Finishing up here with Vinny Pasquantino on the Sarpy County Tourism pregame show. First pitch at 6.35 tonight between the Omaha Storm Chasers and the Toledo Mudhens. We need a backstory on two things that, that we've noticed about you, and we'll start with, with the sledgehammer that you've got in the on-deck circle. What's the deal with that? So the sledgehammer, it's, it's more of a pregame thing than the on-deck circle for the most part. It just kind of depends on how I'm feeling that day. But I use the sledgehammer to get to my point of contact in my swing because I feel like it's, it's similar to a weighted bat, but I like the sledgehammer more than a weighted bat. Um, it essentially helps me see my point of contact and get to where I want to be. And if I can do that with an 8-pound sledgehammer, then I should have no problem doing it with a 2-pound bat. It also looks way cooler. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to deny, right? It's hard to deny you, you bring a sledgehammer out to the field and people are going to notice. That's why I haven't brought it out to the field in a few days because I'm tired of answering questions about it. So uh, not, I'm not saying from you. I'm just, I'm just, I walked right into that one, didn't yeah, I? A little bit, you did. But, uh, yeah, so I'm sticking it back in the locker room now and I'm just making sure I do it on my own time and getting my, you know, getting my work in. All right, well, we'll keep it under wraps from, yeah. from here going out. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll also ask you about your, your gorilla necklace because that's been on. You've got this silverback gorilla. It, it's kind of sparkly. It's around a gold chain on your neck. It's, it's pretty cool. Why, why do you wear it? Okay, so I'll answer this, but you have to, as, as our team broadcaster, even though you were in the big leagues last week and now you just, you just walk right back into it. <laughs> oh, stop it. Come on now. <laughs> that's what he does, guys. He, just, he goes to the big leagues. Congrats, Jake. Congratulations. Now you're back. So welcome back to Warner Park. But yeah, It's great to be back. Yeah, I'll answer this question, but you have to take a picture of it and you have to post it on Twitter so then I can retweet it um, from you. But it's – so this gorilla is uh, the guys I work out with in the off season. We are – our hitting <laughs> our hitting guy calls us the silverback trot. It's also where the sledgehammer comes from too. But uh, – he calls us the silverback tribe, and once, like, January 10th hits or whatever and everybody's kind of rearing up for the season, we start competing every week with each other in in the cage. And we, we hit off of this specific machine where we're doing different things off the machine, and they take all of our advanced metrics, they put it on a leaderboard, and whoever wins the week gets the gorilla chain. And because they know that I am a avid chain wearer, they sent me my own this year, and it's just kind of a representation of all the people who I basically live with in the off season and who, who I surround myself with to get better. So every day when I see this chain, I remember all the guys that I train with in the off season. And, you know, it tries to, it, it, for me, it helps me get a little bit better because I want to get the edge on those guys because they're who I spend my off season with. So. So would you say you're the silverback of the silverbacks? No, I no, I would not. I never actually won the week competition. I actually think this is a pity. Uh, they sent it. They sent me the necklace out of pity because they knew I wanted it, and I never was able to win it. So in a in a few weeks we go to go to Iowa, and a member of the silverback tribe is on that team. So I'm excited to see him, and uh, you know he'll be a little jealous that I'm wearing the chain. Well, Vinny, thanks so much for the time. It's great to see you and talk to you again. We'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks, Jake. Welcome back. Welcome back to the team. <laughs> it's great to be back. That's Vinny Pasquantino. We've got the starting lineups for you next, and then first pitch between Omaha and Toledo right here on 1180 The Zone.